Hey there, and welcome back to the Food Biz Wiz podcast. In today's episode, I am joined by luxury photographer Rupa Nagamutu, and we'll be discussing how you can use recipe videos to help you market your food business online. I'm sure you all know how important it is to visually tell the story of your brand through social media. And Rupa is going to walk us through the why and the how of video for CPG brands, as well as share her main ingredients for a viral recipe video. Let's get right to it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Wiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. This episode is supported by Canva, one of my favorite online tools for creating beautiful, on-brand sell sheets, promotional materials, social media posts, website graphics, and more. I use Canva Pro every single day in my business, and I love that I can save my brand colors, my fonts, and my templates on their platform. It takes the guesswork out of designing graphics, and it saves so much time as my brand elements are at my fingertips. Since their launch in 2013, Canva has helped more than 15 million users and claim to have a design made on their platform every 30 seconds. That's nuts. Try out Canva today by visiting the link in my profile and start creating beautiful on-brand designs in minutes. Welcome, Rupa. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so, so much. I am equally excited. This is my first podcast. So um, yeah, it's exciting days. Let's go for it. Let's do it. I didn't know it was your first podcast. You're already a natural. This is <laughs> this is great. So my whiz is my listener. So like I said in the intro, I am really excited to have Rupa on today because we know, we know this by now, visual content is so key for our listeners from creating photos to videos to graphics it's all important as you promote your products on social media. So Rupa, you are a professional lifestyle photographer who helps food business or business owners. We'll talk about if it expands beyond food, but you help them share their passion for food. You help them showcase their talent with visual content. And this sounds dramatic, but in turn, you help them achieve professional success that they deserve with their food brands. This, this work is important. (laughs) You've really bigged me up here, but, um, you know, I'm happy to take that challenge on and sort of say, yes, that's what I do. And I'm so, so passionate about it because I just felt that there was such a disconnect as a professional photographer. I think things have really changed within the industry in the last 10 years, five years. And now uh, where a lot of businesses, especially food businesses, wanted professional photographers, they had to budget for it. That still happens. But what we are finding is that with social media, what we're finding is that it's so, so needed even more. And you need so much more content than maybe you needed 10 years ago, Mm. five years ago, you know, where a professional photographer could have come in, 
maybe once uh, every couple of months and did some uh, photos for you, which you would use on your website, any uh, print. Now you need something for Instagram pretty much every day. If you really want to be on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, all of these things, you need content and you need a lot of content. Well, and Rupa, I feel like that's where people get so overwhelmed. They're like, oh my Lord, I need to have content every day. How can I possibly like either, how can I possibly afford professional photography, you know, for, for this 365 days of content, or how can I myself crank out that volume of content? And so I know I, I even love when we first connected Rupa, I saw your Instagram handle was iPhone food photography. And I was like, Oh, this lady's onto something. She yes. gets the, these food founders are often taking pictures on their phones. Yeah, I think I think what actually happened, I have to give this to one of the, the companies that I work with. I've been photographing food for on-air dining for absolutely ages. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and Dan, I know the owner really, really well. And he just said to me, you know, love what you're doing. However, my team need to be producing photos all the time. But there's a real disconnect between the professional quality that you give us Mm-hmm. and what we do and because yours are so great ours look even worse <laughs> and there is that there is that oh my god you know these are really nice and then suddenly there's about four or five photos that is this even your account <laughs> there was a yeah. real um you know inconsistency in terms of the quality the creativeness and the style and he said so it said to me he said can you not come in and teach my team and he said it's not one person there's 10 people you know can you not come in yeah I love a challenge so I was like yep I can come in and basically I went through all the foundations and I said, what is it that you really need to know to make massive difference? Mm. You know, easy steps, but they're going to give you really good results. And that's what it's all about. As a business owner, I think, especially with COVID, I think the realization is that you need to be a bit more self-sufficient, self-reliant. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sort of say there's no need for a professional photographer. No, you still do that. You still need that. However, if you have some of those skills and you're able to produce really great quality, um, I think it will really help you in your business because you'll just feel a lot more confident. You'll feel in control. If things change and you can't get a photographer in time, at least you've got and in between, yeah. you've got something that you guys can be doing um, successfully. Yeah. Well, I love the word self-reliant, right? It, it puts the power back in your own hands. And Rupa, before we get into the content today, I'll just say one of the one of my favorite reels that you have done is a little like tough love where you have this before and after sliding effect on, I think it's like a cake or something where you, is, yeah. you share this tough love that... A lot of food founders, a lot of food brands, whether you're a restaurant or caterer or packaged food product or just a, you know, a food blogger, a lot of your content is mediocre and it's time to step it up. Yeah. I mean, it's this thing that, you know, um, I think until you're not shown a difference, Mm. um, you won't know what the difference is. So actually doing a side by side is really great. This is what a lot of people think is good enough for social media. But actually, you can be doing something amazing by just learning a few more skills. And you don't have to go out and invest in lots of equipment. You know, you can use your phone and phones are amazing. And I think there is this misconception. I'm not a professional photographer. I'm not, um, you know, I'm only using my phone. It doesn't matter if it's not good. No. Yeah. Quality and the content of 
the, the quality of the content you're actually putting out is so, so important, especially for platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, yeah. where aesthetically there is a higher quality. Um, yeah. And if you're not doing that, then, you know, your food is going to look boring and mundane <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and your competitors are just going to be like bringing it all in. You know, yes. they're going to be getting all those clients as sales. So I think understanding that where you are, there is actually a big improvement that you can be making by just learning those skills. And it's like anything else. If I turned around and I said, I want to become a baker, I'd have to learn some skills. I'd, you know, I may have a bit of natural talent, but it's learning those skills and then just practice and being confident Mm -hmm. in knowing this is how I do it. Step by step, one, two, three, four, done. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a great analogy, right? We don't just jump into something else and assume that we're going to be, be, the best at it or, or be able to make money off of it. Right. We're talking about food business owners here too. And I think Rupa, I don't know if you've seen this, but I I think one of the challenges is that particularly with the Instagram, it, it has felt like there's the desire to be authentic on the platform and really show, show that like true side of your business. And that's great, right? We are all for authenticity online, but at the end of the day, you're selling your your food product. So it has to look mouthwatering and delicious and and captivating enough to make the sale, right? Yeah. And you've got to remember that um, whether you've got a photo or video, you're actually at a disadvantage because, Mm. you know, when we eat food or when, you know, when we approach food, we're actually using all five of our senses. You know, we're seeing it, which you can Mm. in a photo and you can in a video. You're able to touch it you're able to taste it, you're able to smell it, and you're able to hear it, you know, mm. a crunchy um, uh, cracker that you crack, yeah. the, the sound will yeah. make your mouth water. We're at a disadvantage, because in photos, unfortunately, mm. you can't do that. And in video, yes, you can do a bit more in terms of sound. But again, your food really does need to stimulate those yeah. senses and those taste buds to get that person to really sort of buy in and say, actually, that looks really, really tasty. I really want that. Yes. Okay. I completely agree. I hadn't thought about it from that lens of the five senses, but it, it makes so much sense. We're at a disadvantage when we're just using photo or video. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about video. I know that's our, that's our key topic today. And it's, um, I love that you think about video as well, even though you obviously love photography, that, that was probably the first the first passion for you. And now video, tell, let's set, set the stage here and tell us why, why is video why important? Video? Why video? You know what, as a business owner, whether, you know, you're a food business owner, a photographer, a, you know, anyone being on social media, it's not just about photography now. Yeah, There is so much push um, for video, you know, in terms of uh, TikTok, um, Reels now. Yep most of the platforms are really pushing a video because um, it's just so much more engaging and the return on investment is a lot higher as well. I think it's something like um, 87% of marketers um, actually sort of say that the return on investment on video is a lot higher. So, you know, there's really, really good stats to confirm that video is needed as part of your social media strategy and your marketing strategy. And I know Rupa, we're going to have, we're going to have listeners who are like, okay, well, that's cool. But I don't, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I'm not good on camera. Like I hear you, but 
I don't want to, I don't want to show my face on camera. What would you say for, for those founders? You know what? I get it. I'm, I, I, I go through phases of it as well. I mean, everyone does it. However, you do need to put yourself out there, especially if um, your brand is based around yourself, your mm. ethos, your values. You do need to somehow put yourself out there. Yeah. However, there are different ways of doing it. And also it's um, it's like anything else. It's, it's all about building up confidence yeah. um, and just going for it, but doing it in small steps, you know. Maybe you just do a two minute live first and then maybe you move on to doing something else. Maybe you do an interview with someone where the pressure is slightly off you so that you're not only on the screen. You know, you've got someone else with you to share that. Yeah, it's just about small steps. And uh, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And uh, um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that I think you've just got to go for it. And it can be very, very hard, um, especially for certain people who may not feel very comfortable in front of the camera yeah. I certainly um have been there in the past but um you know it's 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 just practice yeah me too I mean I look back at my videos from five six seven years ago and I'm like oh oh goodness <laughs> what was I doing and you know sometimes I look back at videos from last week and I'm like oh goodness what was I doing but I think that we're we're always our biggest critics and like the, what we're thinking about is, or how we're judging ourselves is so much more harshly than how our exactly. audience is is judging ourselves. I also totally, wonder yeah. too, if, and you can confirm this for me, if there is, there's an emphasis on the food here, right? Like, of course we want to see your face from time, time to time as a founder, but at the end of the day, what we're really talking about here is, is video that highlights the food. And let yeah. that, I mean, maybe there's the opportunity that we'd let the food be the star of the show as you're warming up to showing your face on social media. You know what? If you sort of think of yourself as a presenter, it's not just about the presenter, it's about the guest. And the guest in this day, in this uh, in this instance, is the food. That's the main attraction why everyone is watching the show. You know, yeah. you're just facilitating it and you're just making it an easier way to maybe describe the food or talk mm. about certain aspects of the food or just to show your face that this is more of a human business it's not just you know the food on its own because what you do tend to find is smaller businesses uh, more artisan businesses there's a really great story behind their products um, you know and um, that is what attracts a lot of people to them so actually highlighting and showcasing that story is an important part of your marketing and using video so you actually coming and talking about the product or maybe talking with your family or your friends or how you started out these are things that people really really Mm -hmm. enjoy Um, and if it sets you apart from a lot of other people then you know it straight away will help you to market to the right people People want a great story. They Mm. want that personal touch. I mean, I think that's something that, you know, we lost for a while, but it's starting to come back again. It's, you know, this whole thing about being authentic, but also just telling your food story because food stories are amazing. It helps you to connect to your audience. Uh, Um, You know, when people hear a story, I mean, if I sort of go back and I sort of think about my childhood and I think about, you know, the best dishes that both my parents made. I mean, my mom used to do a version of, Indian style Kentucky chicken you know we're from Mm. Kenya and you know straight away if I close my eyes now my mouth is watering I can tell you (laughs) I'm thinking I'm remembering all the summer days where we used to sit on this concrete bench in our in our garden 
And, you know, all of my cousins, and I'm talking about like, you know, 15, 20 of us here, we're Mm -hmm. not a small family, you know, we're all running around and we'd be waiting for this Kentucky chicken, you know, this Kenyan Kentucky chicken, and we'd be waiting for the the croquettes, the potato croquettes, and it used to be a highlight for us. You know, straight away, that's something someone wants to hear about your recipe. And, you know, if you apply that to your food story that, you know, for example, if you're, I don't know, if you do something like honey, mm-hmm. and maybe you're talking about, you know, certain types of bees and uh, them, you know, pollinating with certain types of flowers and, yeah. you know, and you and it's really important because of the flavor, but also maybe the health benefits and stuff. Mm. That's what people really want to know, because that what's, that's what sets you apart from maybe someone else who makes honey similar to yourself. Right. And doesn't share that that yes. personal touch of it. Oh my gosh, Rupa, when you were talking about Kenyan Kentucky chicken, <laughs> my mouth was watering too. That sounds absolutely delicious. Yeah. And you're right. It just that, that personal touch. And I'll, I'll say Rupa, when you were, when you were talking about that, it, it obviously felt very natural. It, it was just rolling off the, your tongue. Like that is the perfect thing to talk about on video because it's, it's true. It's yeah. not made up. You know, you are just being yourself on camera. And I think that's what we want for these food founders. Exactly. So for, and, and, and go probably ahead. a good tip, sorry, probably a good tip is if you want to practice, just put your camera on and, and just pretend you're talking to yeah. or even get your friend around and ask them to sit on the other side of the screen and just talk to them, you know, practice a bit. I like that. I um, like but you that. will, you will get the hang of it. Yeah. You know, don't feel disheartened, you know, just make that small step to say, well, I'm going to do like a one minute live and I'm just going to talk about something I'm really passionate about, mm-hmm. something that's easy for you to talk. Don't choose a hard touch, right. like you said, <laughs> you know, talk about something that you know inside out and, mm-hmm. and you probably talk about very, very easily and you could probably talk about it for a next hour or so. Mm-hmm. You want to find something that and then just build up your confidence and go for it. But I mean, you know, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> and now Instagram even has the feature when you go live, you can do a test live first. So it's not yeah. broadcasted to any of your audience. You can go in, you can play around with the settings. Where do you put your title? Where do you put, you know, where do you see the comments? You know, there's lots of tools to make it easier now. Because so you're wanna... so right. Yeah. Mean, you know, you're so right that sometimes it's not just about the talking, it's about the yeah. tech side of it as yes. well, isn't it? It's like you become daunted. <laughs> like you're like, oh my God, where do I... And it's changing all the time. Yes. You know, it oh, can gosh, change yes. in a week. Like you've done a live yesterday and today you go on and do a live and you're like, but that button was here. It's been <laughs> yes. updated. Where is it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I, I always find comfort in the fact that I can go and do a practice live and I'll do it. I'll do the practice one so I can see what the lighting looks like and make sure my AirPods are connected and all of that sort of thing ahead of time. And it reduces the nerves a little bit. Good tip. I like that one. <laughs> Thank you. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about recipe videos in particular, because I know that you are a really big advocate for this. And I, I, I'm betting here that a lot of our listeners are like, okay, cool. Like I'm easing, I'm dipping my toes into showing my face on video. And I'm really interested in expanding the repertoire of what I can do on video here. I know before we get into this, that we have listeners who are going to be like, okay, Allie, but I make a, I don't know, anything. (laughs) And there's no cooking involved with my product. I don't need to, I make peanut butter. There's no cooking involved. We all know what to do with peanut butter. Like, why would I need a recipe video? How can recipe videos work for package products brands? 
It's, you know what? Okay, so video, um, in particular recipe videos. Um, I really like recipe videos and really, to be honest, uh, people like um, Tasty have just taken recipe videos to a new level. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at some of the stats that they're reaching, uh, there's a reason why they're reaching their audience and there's a very particular formula that they use and, and we've adapted that formula to make it really easy for people to be able to uh, produce really great quality videos, but videos that are going to really um, appeal to their clients um, and their audience um, and work with that formula in mind. I mean, if someone else okay. has got a formula and it's working, why not use it? So, you yes. know, you're missing oh. a trick if you're not doing that. Yes. So that would be my first thing. Second thing is when you sort of talk about recipe videos, you can use the foundations of the recipe videos, the principles of the recipe video, but we can adapt it to ourselves. And I love this. Mm. And I do this in my life all the time. You know, I'm an architect and I've turned to a photographer. Um, You know, as a photographer, I love cooking, but there's still fundamental things that I've learned as an architect that I bring into photography, that I bring into recipes, you know, things like composition, things like design, Mm. things like aesthetically how things should look but also workflows, technical things like how do you um, make sure you light correctly or you set up your camera so it looks right, the camera angle is good, all of these things. Just like we can adapt that, we can adapt a recipe video for Mm. our particular um, situation. So if, for example, like we'll give you like a couple of examples, which hopefully will hit home to majority of your, your, um, you know, your listeners um, so like say number one, peanut butter, great yeah. product. Okay. As a peanut butter, you could actually, uh, show, um, a recipe video, which actually uses your peanut butter as a recipe. Mm-hmm. So you're educating your client that actually this uh, peanut butter is not just for spreading on your sandwiches, on your toast, on uh, your crumpets or whatever yeah. else you're going to do with this peanut butter. Actually, you can make some amazing, uh, plant-based uh, recipes like you know yes. desserts because peanut butter is really great mm. for uh, plant-based um, cooking you could do peanut bars out of it you could do desserts you can make satay sauce there's yeah. so many things and that's really what your your audience will be attracted to and then they will see a, a reason for actually buying your peanut butter because you're like mm. actually you know what their peanut butter she's shown me that actually not only can I spread it I can use it for my satay sauce. I can use it for this. I can. It becomes a lot easier to buy that product. Yeah. And it shows the versatility of that product yes. as well. Yes. Which is probably something that you've already thought of, but maybe not told your audience about. <laughs> right. Like, you know it as the founder, yeah, obviously. You're you like, oh, use it that way. I use you know? it in all these ways. I'll also tell you, Rupa, where my mind goes as um, thinking about retail. I'm like, we can increase the velocity of sales here and the rate at which our consumers are using our products and therefore needing to buy our product again if we show them this um, like plethora of ways that they can use our product. We, we in turn, potentially can influence the velocity of our sales. Yeah, we can, because if that peanut butter is, you know, maybe used to spread on some toast, it may last for a month. Mm -hmm. But actually, if it's used to spread on a bit of toast, make a satay sauce, make a peanut bar or another few desserts, it's gone within a week. And they're going to like, I need another one of these, you know. (laughs) And that's what we want. Exactly. So that's that's one. That's one example. Great. Um, But another example is you can still use uh, the, the formula. And you can say, well, actually, I want to show how easy my product is. So say, for example, you 
um, you have ready-made pizzas. Okay. You can show the pizza arriving, like, you know, in a bag. Yep. You can show it being opened up. You yep. can show the instructions on the back, like the packaging. You're demonstrating and you're showing lots of things. You can show how you prepare it. Like maybe you need to put it on a tray or you can give a few tips mm -hmm. how to make this base absolutely sort of stone baked. You know, you can put it on this or you can do, you can show a couple of options, put it in the, uh, put it in the oven, bring it out. And then you can have a really great shot of someone, you know, like cutting the pizza up, mm -hmm. um, having some sides. It just makes it, you've got to really think that what you're trying to do is put almost sort of ideas into your client's mind. Actually, you know, this is really easy. Um, I've seen her pizza now. It's in, it's, it's, it's in there. I've only got 20 minutes this evening. Yeah. This cooks in 10 minutes and it's going to taste and look amazing because I saw her actually cut it up and it looked really, really yeah. great. And straight away, that person is more enticed to go and buy that. Mm. Yeah, it just it feels like it creates that deeper connection with your audience too. I mean, Rupa, we should not have recorded this podcast just before my lunch because <laughs> I, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should have some pizza for lunch. Maybe I should have some peanut butter toast. I'm getting hungry over here. And I think it's just testament to how how easy it is to convey a feeling to your audience through showcasing these little scenes of your product. Exactly. So, so you don't have to necessarily follow the formula completely. You can mm -hmm. adapt it. And actually we've got um, a recipe video vault and I go through seven different types of uh, recipe videos that you can be doing. Um, so it's not just based on recipes, it's based on different things, awesome. um, how you can adapt the recipe video for your for your food business. And, it's, you know, once you start, it just becomes like mm. it's so much fun. Um, yes, it can be hard. I'm not going to you know, I'm one of those people. I don't sugarcoat anything. <laughs> I just say it how it is. Um, it is going to be a hard journey it's because it's something a lot of people have never done. Yes. They've never edited videos. They don't know how to video correctly so that you've got a really great light. So there mm -hmm. is a learning process. But once you've nailed that learning process, it becomes instant. It becomes so yeah. much easier. It's yeah. like anything else. You know, if I was to go and do a podcast, my first few podcasts would be really hard work yes. because I've never set up the technology. I've never <laughs> done this. I don't know how to connect this. Yes. However, you know, after maybe five or six, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've got the hang of this. You've you know? got it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, so we've, I love these examples because it really, it, it opened my eyes to how, how recipe videos can be as simple as showing the product in use, right? That, that pizza example, yeah. opening up the, the packaging, putting the it in the oven. Yeah. The important thing would be to follow the sort of like the fundamentals. So you need mm -hmm. like for a recipe video to be successful, there's three parts to a recipe video. If we okay. really sort of break it down very quickly for our audience. Yeah. Tell us, um, you know, the first part is a, a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm -hmm. Told you I like to keep things simple. Love I don't want to complicate things. The first part being the beginning is most important because we've only got between three to five seconds to really hook that person in. Okay. So our video is going to look great. We've got to have that money shot. We've got to make it look amazing. And we've got to have some sort of hook that is yeah. going to sort of say to someone, actually, I really want to see the rest of this video because it sounds good and it looks good. Yeah. Keep watching. So, so you want to, you, you know, that's the first part to the video. Okay. Then the middle part is either step by step or um, it's, you know, uh, demonstrating something. Mm -hmm. It can be a, a multitude of different things, but you want to keep it easy, simple to follow, mm. 
something that someone will go away and say, you know what, that looked really easy. I'm going to go and do it right now. Yeah. 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 And then your final, and then your final part, and this is something that I think a lot of people sort of like they forget about, you know, you're, you're using this video to market. It's your Mm -hmm. call to action. People yes. just forget about adding something at the end, you know, whether it's subscribe to um, subscribe for a 10% discount or mm-hmm. want more recipes using our peanut butter, um, you yep. know, here's Save this Go post. To our, yeah. Whatever it is, right? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, you, you've got to think of it. Like, you know, you've gone to the effort of making this video. So we sort of talk about how you mm-hmm. formulate the video. What is the strategy behind it? How you make it really work for you? But then all the different types of uh, call to actions, different types of money shots, different types of videos you can be doing. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I love that that's such a straightforward beginning, middle and end. And yet I am guilty of this myself for getting to just think through each of those steps. And and remember, if I'm going to go through all of the effort of making a video, there needs to be a clear call to action at the end. Yeah. And, and, you know, there mustn't be a disconnect between what you're doing and that call to action mm. as well. You know, gotcha. it's, it's got to yeah. flow as well. You can't just have a call to action, which is nothing related to your video. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a video. I'm, I love I'm going to keep on this pizza example video of this pizza. And then your call to action is I don't know. Um, try our hot sauce, right? Like that's not, there's a disconnect there. Yeah. Yeah. You need to really think about it. And, and, you know, and it's just so much fun. And I think once you start producing and you start seeing um, the engagement, you start seeing uh, people sort of commenting on things, um, you, you know, it really does start to work pretty much straight away with video. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's like, um, you build some momentum there. You're like, oh, this is this is fun for me. Our, our audience enjoys it. Like, why not do this more? So Rupa, is that, I know at the beginning, we said that you have that, these main ingredients for a viral recipe video. Is that the beginning, middle and end? Or, or do you have other, something There's else? There? there are lots of other things that we talk about as part <laughs> of the viral recipe video. I mean, you know, we talk about sort of things like uh, having a clear sort of marketing strategy and, and, um, and, you know, how videos can work um, in regards to that strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, then we talk about, you know, actually um, putting together your video. We actually have a story template um, um, that I, I, I give to all my students, which mm-hmm. is amazing. You know, it's, it's sort of like a storyboard that they fill in so that they know exactly oh. what they're going to be doing step by step. We try to make it as easy as possible. For and those, we, yeah, for those who are listening and not watching the video, I'm like shaking my head like with comfort here because I am a woman who loves to follow a system. Just tell me what to do, Rupa, and I will I will do it. I am I'm gonna be your best student here. So I love that you just give your your students that follow these steps and make your video. And it is a story that you're telling in your mm. video. So it's important to map it out and 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 understand each part. And I'm one of those people, I would sort of say, preparation is key. Yeah. The more we prepare, the better the results. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure you get some of that from your past career as well, right? As an architect, I'm sure you are all about the planning stage. And like you said, at the beginning of the episode, you've you've brought some of that that into your role now. So we talk about things like that. But then we also talk about some of the fundamentals. I mean, uh, photography, video, anything that you're doing, which, which is creative. In fact, even making food. 
Um, I always sort of say, if you think about it, like you have an idea, like I want to bake this cake or I want to make this peanut butter. You know what you want in your head. So creatively, Mm -hmm. you've already mapped out what it's going to taste like, what it's going to feel like, how it's going to be displayed. You've already got that. However, you need to have technical skills to get yourself there. Mm. Photography and video is exactly the same. It's a mix of having an idea, but then having these technical skills that will get us there very easily, but give us the results that we really, really Mm. want from this. Yeah. It's one, I hear you say it, like, it's one thing to have that end goal in mind, like what you want it to, to be like, but unless you've got the system to get there, your results aren't going to come. Yeah. And unless you, you know how to get there that actually I need this setting on my camera or I need Mm -hmm. to do this or, you know, that it's going to be harder. So we actually give you the whole recipe. I, I don't leave anything, you know, I'm one of those people when I have a course or a workshop, I want to know everything so that I, there's no missing pieces to the puzzle. So we yeah. sort of go through things like lighting, you know, using natural light. What's the best type of lighting mm. um, that you should be doing for your recipe videos? We even talk about things like hand movements. Oh, you know? so, cool. so, you know, bringing in food and how you should be doing it and thinking about that. Because we're always thinking about finessing these videos, taking mm. it up to that sort of professional level. Because even though you're using your phone, it doesn't mean that you you let it go like oh you know it you know you can still get amazing quality videos but having these foundations like hand movements and lighting and knowing the type of equipment that you need we give you a DIY option we give you a pro option we tell you the advantages disadvantages we have a whole equipment oh. list where you just click and you can get the equipment straight away. We've made it as simple as possible because all I want people to do is just go through it and start producing videos. Yes. I love this. (laughs) It sounds like you make it very easy. So we're like alluding to this course, but let's, let's just come out and say it, but tell me, tell me the name of the course. And of course we'll like link this info in our show notes, but tell me, tell me like a little bit, tell me the 60 seconds. On it. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know if it will be 60 seconds. We've talked <laughs> about it quite a lot, but basically it's called the viral recipe video workshop. And it's all about creating a video in less than an afternoon, a recipe video mm. from start to finish in less than an afternoon. Now I have to say that um, that doesn't include doing the course. You need to do the course right. beforehand. <laughs> and once you've done the course, then you should be able to produce it. But we're just trying to make it really super simple for you. Have ev- all the resources that you need. We've got checklists and we've got downloadable um, template files. We just want to make it easy so that when you're thinking about your video, you've got a really step-by-step process that you follow. And when you follow it, you're going to be guaranteed these results. I love it. And tell me, Rupa, is it a course that they go through with you or is is it self-paced where they download it and they're off to the races it well when they sign up for the course and um, they will get some login details they log in and the course is theirs and they can go in whenever they want to and they can watch Great. um all the videos um, they can download all the um all the downloadables um it's really up to you because what we tend to find is people will go through it quite quickly yep. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go back to certain bits and mm-hmm. maybe put on a video because that's another thing. I actually show you a lot. So okay. I actually demonstrate quite a bit. You'll mm-hmm. see me making a recipe. You'll be seeing me doing these hand movements and mm-hmm. showing you the difference between things. Because I just think that, you know, I'm a real visual person. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and this applies to even recipe videos as well. You know, the whole point why we're so interested in recipe videos, we could 
read it from a book. Why do we sure. need a recipe? Is yeah. because visually we take in things and we sometimes don't even need to actually write it down. It's easy enough for us to say, yeah. actually, you know what? I can go away and make that right now. I yeah. know that it's, I, I've seen, you know, she's whisked her eggs up. I've seen what, what stage she's done that to. I don't have to sort of like guess now. I can see it. Oh, yes. you know? <laughs> or I've seen that she's browned that under the grill mm. and I know how brown it should be when she's saying, oh, brown it under the grill. So if you think about that, that that's really what you want to be doing. So in our course, we actually advocate that quite, quite heavily. All of the courses and workshops that I do, I have a very high uh, video content so that you yeah. can follow along. You know, you can put it on and you can be doing something um, as I go along. So that it's so smart for you, you know, so smart. I love that. Well, especially with video, like video teaching video through video is so smart, right? It just, I mean, if you don't do it, I think you're missing a trick. (laughs) It's it's obvious there. Yes. Okay. So we are going to link up all of that info in our show notes. Where is the best way or like, where can people keep in touch, touch with you? What is the best way to probably Instagram is probably the easiest way. Um, yeah, you know, just, just hook me up on Instagram. It's iPhone food photography at iPhone food photography. Um, you'll see, um, what we do. We do a mix of not just, uh, rest recipe videos. We've done a scroll stopping stop motion video. uh, Oh yeah. I saw that one. Oh, so good. Yeah, That one is so much fun. Maybe we'll talk about that on another one, but that is, that is fun because and I have to say, I love it. I yeah. absolutely fell in love with it because it's like the child. It's like yeah. you bring out the child in you because it's yeah. like playing with plasticine again or, you know, yeah. or like making all these models. So we do that. We've got the iPhone food, food photography course where we teach you in, intensively how to create photos for your food business, um, all the fundamentals, all mm. the foundations. So we've got quite a few things. Um, but as well as out on Instagram, you'll see me, what I'm up to. Um, see your face tips and and tricks exactly so do join me and if you know if you're watching this uh be great to to have you guys you know ask me any questions or anything you know we're there we're there for you that is probably the best place i love that so we'll link up your instagram and all of those resources in our show notes rupa thank you so much for joining me today it was such a pleasure having you on your very first podcast episode And I love, I love inspiring our audience to get on video. So thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Ali. This has been an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was a bit nervous, I have to say at the beginning, (laughs) but you've been the perfect host. And uh, it's just been so much fun because it's like, Mm. I've just been talking to someone about videos. I haven't even, you know, I did some notes. They're on the side of my laptop and I'm like, I haven't even looked at them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I so appreciate it. And you, you're a natural. We'll have to have you back on the podcast. Great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. All right. And thank you guys, my whizzes for tuning in today. I hope that you feel inspired to get out there and create video content for your brand. And don't forget to find all of those resources that Rupa mentioned linked in our show notes. You are also going to find an invite to our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group, where I'm going to invite you to come in and show us your recent food photography and food videos. I would love to see what you create. And even better, I'm going to put this out there. Tag me and Rupa on Instagram. I'm at It's Alley Ball. Rupa's at iPhone Food Photography. When you're listening to today's episode and after you've put these lessons into action, we would love to be tagged in your videos and see what you create. Okay, that is it for today. I will see you right back here next week. Bye.
Food Biz Wiz is supported by Canva, my favorite tool for designing on-brand graphics for my business. I love it for my web graphics, my podcast graphics, and for my social media posts. And my clients love it for their sell sheets, trade show materials, shelf talkers, and promo kits. You are going to be blown away by how easy it is to use Canva, and I can't wait to see what you design. Try it out today by visiting the Canva link in my show notes and get to designing beautiful graphics within minutes. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.